I want to, I want to just, I want to, I want to, I want to start out by saying that, um, I have no respect for anybody involved in any of this, in of this affair whatsoever. <laughs> Both because it, you know, involves anime, yeah. uh, but particularly because it involves dubs. Um. <laughs> wait, so wait, wait, wait. So you, you disrespect anime, but you have strong opinions about subs and dubs. That's exactly right. Uh, don't ask me to explain that. Uh, uh, but uh, I have very strong feelings about uh, subs versus dubs. Well, I would like to say that I respect women. <laughs> <laughs> well, this also does involve respecting women. I just, I want to say that I'm, I'm shocked anybody has strong feelings about subs versus dubs, <laughs> and especially <laughs> to the point that you would feel emotionally attached to uh, anybody involved in the, the subbing or, or dubbing. I just want that. Uh, on the I don't record. know. Dubs, dubs and Dragon Ball Z do work a little more, and probably that has a lot to do with how fucking stupid Dragon Ball Z is. I mean, it's fucking terrible. It's yeah. just yeah, it's just battle. It's just battle royale shit. Or it, it, it's just it's just characters doing long uh, long fights and then pivotal transformations and then you know the pendulum swings of who's winning and then wait, but I'm gonna transform that plus one and it's two people going back and forth infinity plus one for an hour and a half until they go. All right, that was the last Infinity Plus one. That was a really big Infinity Plus one, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> and is there is there usually an anime betrayal at some point? In Dragon Ball Z, that's not my memory. I mean, the, yeah, when okay. I watched it was decades ago, uh, but it just was a long series. And it's it's like a, it's like a cliche that a Dragon Ball Z fight goes on, you know, twenty five episodes, and then finally. Uh, you know, the good guys do a transformation that's so big that the other guy can't possibly deal with it, and that ends it. <laughs> Much like this case. You are listening to the A-Lab podcast series. My name is Tarek, and this is episode four, Weeb Wars Part One, uh, about a case that has been shaking the anime community, whatever the fuck that is, to its very core, even though it really probably shouldn't have. Hope you enjoy it. This uh, case is uh, brought by a guy named Vic Mignogna. Mignogna, is that right? Yeah. Um, yes. According to his uh, according to his email address, he's he sometimes goes by Vic the Wop. 
That's right. <laughs> That's his email address at gmail.com if you want to drop him a line. It's impossible, as we know, but from the meme to be racist against Italians. So uh, we'll leave that in. Um, but uh, okay, so Vic Mignogna, Vic Mignogna is a is a 57 year old uh, voice actor. I am actually familiar with Vic Mignogna because he did a web series uh, called Star Trek Continues, where he does a very creditable uh, Captain Kirk. Um, Wait, did you watch Star Trek Continue? I did. I watched three or four episodes. There's an episode in particular where uh, uh, they've hired Lou Ferrigno. I don't know if you recall Lou Ferrigno. Are you serious? The Incredible Hulk. Yes. Yes. Lou Ferrigno is in an episode and he plays an Orion. And I don't know if you know who the Orions are, but the no. the Orion are the horny green guys. <laughs> like whenever Kirk is fucking like a like a hot green chick, she's an Orion, and okay. uh, they they they're sort of criminal slavers, etc. And so they paint Ferrigno green uh, in the episode, and it's actually kind of brilliant, but. Uh, the good thing is, like, you know, so Star Trek, the old series, is so incredibly cheap in its sets and everything else that they're able to kind of replicate it uh, almost verbatim. And oh, he cool. does a really scary, scarily uh, uh, effective Kirk, I have to say. Um, and the the key feature of Kirk is kind of sleaze. I was about to say, uh, Kirk is kind of <laughs> smarmy in the yeah. original. Like you said, he's always fucking aliens. <laughs> like, like, no, he's sleazy and he's horny and like <laughs> like Mignona does a really good Kirk. <laughs> he does a really good. He does a really good Kirk. That's all I'm going to say. So I was aware of who this guy was. I wasn't aware that he's pushing sixty. He actually looks pretty good for sixty. I have to yeah. say. But he also um, he does look like a fucking creep when you when you look at photos. <laughs> <laughs> <Just so. laughs> like I mean, he's got like that kind of like he looks like he wears his shirt unbuttoned like two buttons too low, right? Yes. Absolutely. To me, he looks bizarre and like he's not. It, it's that it's because he's not aging gracefully. And he's Correct. not going quietly into that good night. He <laughs> no, <he's> is <laughs> hanging on and leaving yes. mile-long nail marks and being dragged, <laughs> kicking and screaming into uh, older age uh, to the point that he's, you know, as we'll find out later when we talk about this, he's in his, like, 40s and 50s and inviting 20-year-old twins up to his room in the hopes, like, hey, I thought we were all going to fuck. If it was consensual, yes, if, 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 if they were consensual, I think was his quote, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, Vic apparently is the biggest deal in dubs. Uh, he's a huge dub voice actor in anime. He's uh, voiced uh, hundreds of parts, as I understand it. Um, and I guess as part of that celebrity uh, is also a fixture both on the Internet in certain chat rooms, including his own uh, uh, fan site, uh, and also at cons. And a lot of that becomes extremely relevant uh, to this case. Um, It's fair to say, I think, that Vic has a reputation, uh, both at cons and on the internet. 
Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I I think that seems pretty clear that he does. Uh, yeah, okay. Look, I, I, this is a Me Too case, and I think that that'll become abundantly clear to anybody who doesn't know that already. Uh, but what I found, so I you know, I wanted to go into this as neutrally as possible. Uh, I do have a victim based lean on this, but I, so I just Googled the guy with like, you know, horror stories, bad stories, con stories. And what I found was far predating the allegations of this case, which started in January, 2019. You just find thread after thread. Like, like there's Reddit threads from 2015, 2016, from 2011, 2009. There's blog posts in 2005. And it's just loads of shit. Just a mountain of shit of people going, Oh, yeah, I know Vic. He's exactly like that. Nope, this is dead on. That's Vic. One person posted a, hey, I had a bad experience this weekend at a con. This guy, like, licked the side of my face. And, like, four people in the replies were like, oh, is that Vic? Was that Vic Minonia? <laughs> that sounds like Vic to me. <laughs> well, to so he has where, a reputation. To the, to the point where uh, when we said we were doing this episode, right, Sean, Sean Moorhead uh, replied uh, when we mentioned this on Twitter and said, oh, yeah, uh, I met him at a con once. Uh, and he to- and I told him that my sister was a big fan of something he had done. And he said, bring your sister next year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> like, even, even the people we know on Twitter have a big story. Right? <laughs> and, and it's like I found a paste bin of just endless quotes. From various corners of the internet, you know, Vic Mignona, more like Dick Mignona. You know, this guy's a homophobe. He's 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 known to to be inappropriate with younger women. He's he's a nasty man. Uh, he ruins cons. He's you know, I mean, just endless reams. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, and I don't know what of this is true or what of this is informed by. Uh, specific or uh, factual knowledge, but it's important that this volume of material about this guy uh, is out there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were talking about. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we're talking about uh, in our in our pre episode chat this deposition, um, this or this affidavit. This is something that Vic's team. Um, submitted on his behalf (laughs) (laughs) to be clear and uh this is like a witness for vic (laughs) this guy is saying that literally the first time he's like the first time i ever heard vic's name was in 2003 and in that conversation the guy said vic was a pedophile who liked quote-unquote little girls like that's how that's how his witnesses are saying they were introduced to him this is uncontrolled Contested testimony that they're attaching to their, uh, you know, filings in order to prove that Vic doesn't have a reputation problem. And it's like, oh, yeah, the first time I ever heard of this guy, he's my best friend in the world. And he's, well, uh, yeah, they said he was a pedo. I didn't believe him. Like little but girls. they said it. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so turning to January 2019, um, a movie called Dragon Ball Z Super Broly comes out. <laughs> And and Vic is the title character? Yes. Broly? Vic yeah. is the title character, Broly. Yeah. Okay. And um, as we're noting, it's extraordinarily popular. And at some point in January, an account called, like, 
Han Leia or something like that um, <laughs> with 130 followers. <laughs> Tweets to Funimation, the company that puts this dub out. Uh, why are you continuing to uh, cast uh, a pedophile uh, in in your in your shows, right? Or in, in your in your dubs? Um, apparently, this kicks off a whole firestorm, including an investigation at Funimation, but the. Uh, uh, any number of tweets about it, including tweets from uh, certain people who've worked with him, key among them, uh, a woman named Rial and another woman named Marchi, right? right? And uh, one of their fiancés. Yeah, Toy. Toy. Ronald Toy. Yeah. Okay. And um, Funimation, in the meantime, I believe is owned by Sony, right? And And Sony... Uh, they, they contact Sony based, I gather, on this one tweet from this 130 follower <laughs> account um, to, 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 to start an HR investigation against this guy. Right. Well, OK, so I think at least to clarify that tweet and, and these are facts that end up in the complaint, I think. But, yeah. the, but that, that tweet starts getting traction and it starts getting traction from people who uh, work at Funimation. Right, right, right. Specifically, some of the defendants. I think. I think Rial and Marky they retweet it. They retweet it, and I think they start engaging with it. And it, it, I mean, the, the the problem for Vic is that this has been dogging him for for years. Um, right. But as these things have gone historically, it didn't it didn't matter. Uh, but we've sort of entered into a new phase, right? We've entered into the new the Me Too era, um, and these things start to take on. A life of their own, and as you say, this this one 130 follower account starts to get retweeted, and it prompts testimonials from other people, including Rial and Marchi, uh, and it prompts Toy uh, to begin sort of supporting women uh, in this case uh, in a rather <laughs> aggressive online supporting of women kind of dude way, uh, which we could talk about a little bit later. Um, but long story short, Funimation starts through Sony a formal investigation of this guy. Uh I gather uh, it didn't go so well for Vic, um, because not too long after that, Funimation issues two tweets. Uh, one tweet says that they're no longer, they've, they've investigated the matter, and they're no, no longer going to work with him ever again. Right. <laughs> and the other tweet says, just by the way, uh, we, we, we don't believe that being rapey and weird is, is good. <laughs> and we... we 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 strongly denounce. Uh, draw whatever conclusions you will yes. from the fact that this is linked <laughs> to the prior tweet, but we strongly denounce being a rapey creep. Um, I that, agree. I got. I got to admit that second one sounds dead on. No, I, I I agree with that one hundred percent. A lab is adopting the second tweet. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is our policy. I, I think, you know, to the extent this is a defamation case and the truth or falsity of statements is an issue, I believe that statement to be true. Yeah, being uh, a creepy rape guy is not good. No, it's bad. Uh, so uh, I gather then this begins a series of further consequences, which is essentially the cancellation of, of Vic Mignona. 
してばかり。それもいい思い出だった。君が教えてくれた。Yeah, there's a cascade of things. He starts getting cut from cons. He、uh, he also gets cut from Rooster Teeth,、uh, which is another animation company that he's working for. Um, they don't make the same kind of announcement. They just say, We're not working with Vic anymore.、Um, yeah, so, so he, starts, he starts losing income and work. Right. And he went to a lot of cons. Like, not going to cons is a big deal, right? Like, that was a major stream of income for him. It was something like almost one a week. Yeah, there's an affidavit he posts where he's,、uh, that, that's attached to one of the filings that has just the cons he's attended in 2019. Remember, this is the 2019 in which he was canceled in February. And、right. in just those cons, he picked up like 170K. So, like,、right. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's the con fee itself. He sells merch, he sells, he sells autographs, he's on panels. Right. Apparently, there's, you, know, you, can, you can sort of have this multiplicative effect of all kinds of different. Uh, 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 money that you get from, from attending these things.、Uh, apparently, he's getting dropped from these things left, left and right.、Um, although some of that, I think, is questionable, as we'll see later. But the fact remains, I think, he's not having a good time online.、Uh, <laughs> he apparently has not thought to maybe talk to people that might be useful in this regard because he starts issuing a series of, you know, Those sorts of statements you issue when you think you're hoping this thing will go away. You know, these kind of non denial denials. And if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's hard for me to say, you know, what your experience of me touching you might be, but I, there was never any intent. <laughs> the blah, blah, blah. You know, none of which I think will stand him in good stead later. But he, he attempts to kind of do the things I'm going to take some time away and I'm going to think、right. about this. And, you know, he attempts to do those sorts of things that people have done in the past、uh, when, when they face these sorts of things. Yeah, the, the, the I just got canceled、uh, unrehearsed playbook.、Right. Exactly. But fortunately for, for, for Vic,、um, experts are waiting in the wings. <laughs> <laughs> in the form of a guy named, is it Rikeda? Rikeda? He pronounces it Rikeda on his stream, so. Rikeda. What's up, guys? Welcome to Law Splaining the Interwebs. I am your host,、uh, Nick Ricada. I'm a lawyer in central Minnesota. And if you're not familiar with this channel,、uh, what I typically do what I typically do, is look at a particular lawsuit or legal topic very in depth, often reading through a You know, a, a document filing in a lawsuit or an opinion of a, of, a,、uh, of a decision in the courts, reading through just about every word of them and、um, explaining what's going on. And,、uh, you know, in a legal sense, translating that legal language into something accessible for people who haven't、uh, spent, spent the time. Um, you know, for whatever reason to go to law school.、Uh, there are lots of okay, reasons Nick, not Nick to、Rick、go to law is a, school. He's a Minnesota、right? lawyer.、Uh, I believe admitted sometime on or about 2015 or thereabouts. Is that right?、Um, 
Um, he's not a he's not a not an older fellow by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we strangely enough have had some run-ins with with Nick, have we not? <laughs> yeah. So so back on a previous podcast about the law, uh, we were thinking about covering we we. Just when we were we were just bullshitting online, and uh, I ran across this lawsuit. I, I heard somewhere that Maddox, the the Maddox guy from like yep. the early internet, had uh, filed a lawsuit against uh, against someone else. And so I looked into it, and then uh, we were checking out the filings. And if you remember, that was a filing where uh, this guy had embedded the word "cuck" in the first letter <laughs> of each paragraph. Yeah, yes. "cuck" lawsuit. Cuck lawsuit. So he calls this guy. He calls this guy a fucking cuck, like in the filing. And it's like it's like the ballsiest fucking move. And somehow it doesn't blow up in his face because opposing counsel in that case was a moron. Uh, but uh, so that attorney locked up. I sent him a picture of it and he locked up his account immediately. But in the middle of that, <laughs> this guy, Ricada, was trying to build his brand at the time. And I remember looking at his account. Uh, it was Ricada Law. It's it's It got suspended on Friday, so you can't go look it up. Yeah, we, but, we, we, need to, we need to loop back on that one because it's good. So, but, but it was Ricada Law and he... he messaged me or, or i think he responded to some tweets that we were doing about it saying yeah yeah this case is great come check out my stuff i've been talking about it you know there's even more stuff if you go take a look um and at that time he seemed to be attempting to position himself as sort of like a um humorous like uh com commenter on uh ongoing legal disputes uh with like a conservative kind of spin um his show has like this really fucking cringy name. It's like Law Splaining the Interwebs. Yes, um, that's correct. Mahabe uh, had been sued in court. I can has uh, dismissal. It's really yeah. fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb. So, but no, no, but wait, 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 wait. Just a note: in the spirit of you know, Law Splaining the Interwebs, his 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 law firm website. Is is Ricada Law at business <laughs> Ricada Law dot business dot site That's <laughs> killer. That's killer. You're balling. <laughs> so, but but any anyway anyway this this uh, he he was covering this and uh, I gather so I kind of looked into it after running into him again on this and he has had quite some success uh, and, and I think we'll go into it more as we talk about the case but. He uh, now has like 75,000 YouTube subscribers. His uh, Twitter account was like 30,000. I don't remember how much it was. He, he got banned, so I can't check. Uh, but he he really built up his brand. And in, and in the last year, he figured out a model of just following lawsuits that were uh, engaging, you know, uh, young guys in rage. Uh, it's not just young guys, it's, uh, but... Um, like the there's also old weirdos too. No, there's there's lots of women. There's lots of women. Um, but uh, Comics Gate and basically just following other lawsuits that um, you know, have like a Me Too or 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 a uh, SJW kind of angle and uh, saying how shitty all those people are. (laughs) Right, and and I just want to I want to backtrack for one second and just say he's been successful you said he's been successful and that in the social media sphere he's amassed a lot of followers and he's been successful in that sense but as Tarek discovered looking at him he doesn't even carry 
malpractice insurance as a lawyer because he has no <laughs> clients. <laughs> so, so in other areas of his career, I think the level of success is maybe a little more subdued. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we'll and we'll we're definitely gonna be talking about this guy probably the whole pod because, but but the fact that he does not perhaps practice a lot in the court is gonna come up a bunch in us talking about this case. It's painfully obvious. Although I have to say, I, I, I spent some time, I don't think like an autistic amount of time, but I, which I can do, but um, I spent some time watching his videos and it, there's a way about him. I, I'm going to give it to him. Like, I, I think that they, he does have a kind of general sense uh, of the sort of law student sort of black letter, okay, this is the way yeah. it works, and, you know, I yeah. can't tell you what to think, and obviously other people, like, there's a, there's a veneer of impartiality and sort of analysis that goes on, even though it's very obvious, and certain things that he says become extraordinarily damaging, I think, later, but it's very obvious that this is all coming out of a place of pure bile. Uh, and right. bias. Right. Yeah, but, he's, he, but he masks it very well. Yeah, like he, he doesn't he doesn't pipe pure rage in the way that a lot of these guys do. No, no, and he's got he's got like a Minnesota nice affect to it. Uh, exactly. And uh so there's like a there's like a nice veneer across the top. But also I agree with you, uh his black letter analysis is not always bad. Um in fact in fa- I, I don't mean to say it like that but that poorly. He he's he's okay. Um, but there are plenty of times where his expectations are absurd or in, in some places he says things that are just flatly wrong. And if you were a regular practitioner in a court, you would never, ever dream of making the same, the, the kind of, some of the kind of things he says. <laughs> oh, I think he's, I think he's a smart, I think he's a smart guy as far as that goes with a legal education as far as that goes right. uh, without any actual practical sense of how anything works, number one, <laughs> which is what makes you valuable uh, as, a, as a counselor to people. But number two, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know? or an explainer of what's going on, right? Yeah. When, 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 sometimes when he's, we're going to get into this more. I know, uh, I don't know how many times we could tee things up without actually diving in, but he, so when he's explaining documents, often, He's he's going right down the black letter law implications of it, and it's cl- and he's good on the mic, his good presence and everything. But he, ha- he doesn't necessarily offer the audience like insights as to what the fuck is going on actually underneath the words in the black letter. Um, and I think that that not practicing is probably uh, something that's hurting his analysis in that way. Little, exactly. little, little tip for uh, for uh, Nick. But Nick, but Nick has an idea. Right, as you say. I mean, Nick has been pl- been casting about for a, a raison d'etre. It's obvious that his law career isn't doing much for him. Uh, he kind of wants to be a social media personality, and Nick decides. Nick is an inventor. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. He's an innovator. <laughs> he's a disruptor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nick, so he, Nick puts together something that uh, at least the attorneys on this case and, and, and at least me, I've never heard of. Uh, he puts together a GoFundMe for Vic as Vic gets canceled and loses jobs and is posting through it uh, in sort of disastrous uh, ways. He puts together a GoFundMe. He doesn't talk to Vic. He puts together a GoFundMe and it generates a ton of attention because, as I said, he's been building up his audience. And uh, he starts drawing all the people who are like have you know capped up rage about Me Too and support for Vic, and and it creates this like 
uh, community of people who want to support Vic. Uh, in some cases, it's like a proxy culture war. In some cases, it's direct support for Vic. Uh, but people just start pouring in cash, and he calls this, uh, you know, explicitly calls it the war chest. Right. But he also says, and there's a, there's an interesting, I, I don't know that he intended this. I don't want to give him too much. He says it's for Vic's legal defense. Oh. Right? Uh, you know, which, <laughs> like, Vic is not Vic's being sued. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going after Vic in court. <laughs> but yeah. they are going to defend Vic using legal process is what's really going to happen. Right? right. So this GoFundMe gets all of the kind of attention that Gamergate and Comicsgate to a lesser extent got in the sense that, again, I've seen this before. I don't know if you remember the the honey badgers. Uh, they were thrown out of a convention in, in Canada some years ago. No, I'm not uh, familiar with this. And they did a, they did a GoFundMe to, 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 to bring the SJW culture that, that led them. Cause they're basically like, they were, they were women who were MRAs and uh, they had this, activists who are yes, female that was their, that was their shtick. And you know, God. they were making the SJWs feel unsafe at the Calgary con, you know, and they were asked to leave, you know, like, they, cause their whole point was just to go there and annoy people. Right. Um, so they're, 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 Booth was taken away, et cetera. They crowdfunded about thirty thousand dollars and went out and hired some guy who had been disbarred, uh, you know, to <laughs> represent yeah. them in this lawsuit yes. against the con. And then we never heard from from them again. Because right? <laughs> that guy made off with that thirty k. But, but but Nick 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 took that to the next level, right? So right. now we like he is he raises ultimately about a quarter of a million dollars, right, from these same people who are aggrieved by the fact that any man might or 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 a white person or whoever might have to be held to account by cancel culture or SJWs or or women you know and uh taps into that rage and raises this money but that's almost kind of not the point right cuz the other thing he does is he gets himself a gig this is so uh, cool like he Again, when he first replied to me, I looked at his account, he had 500 followers. Now his YouTube is at 75K. This guy runs chats where people pay money to have their text displayed on screen. I mean, he's yeah. banked up. He's got a $1,900 Patreon. And, and a lot of that support has ballooned over the last year from this, from this Vink Monona uh, defamation and other claims lawsuit. Right. That... He essentially created because correct. lots of people That's say correct. after the fact that like Vic was going to sue anyway, but there's no evidence for that at all. And maybe it was true, but it doesn't appear that he knew what was going on. But Nick put the money together. He yeah. also recommended the lawyer and he yes. handed the whole thing like a package to Vic and said, you want to fuck these people? Here you go. And then he incre I mean, this is like incredible businessmanship. <laughs> Unbelievable. He just starts commenting from the sidelines. And anybody who has interest in this, anybody who is mad about this stuff, who wants to treat this as a proxy war, who wants to treat this as a culture war, it ultimately gets the moniker Weeb Wars, gloms onto this and starts watching these interminable fucking three-hour streams where he slowly so reads a document. <laughs> Two, three, four-hour so streams. <laughs> <laughs> but he fucking he has somehow created a business for himself where he is like doing real well. 
commenting yeah. on lawsuits that he created. Con- comment commenting on litigation he created. Yeah, from scratch. Ah, fucking salute, man. Incredible. Yeah. So, because again, so most of your online grifters are going to do the GoFundMe. They're going to get the money, and then you're kind of going to never see the results. That's the Milo Yiannopoulos model. Right. This guy got the money. He goes to Vic, like, who apparently he met at a convention once. And he says, by the way, the whole internet's behind you, and I've got all this money, and I've got this lawyer, and I think this is all you need. This is like a turnkey lawsuit for you. Why don't you file this? He files it using the lawyer and the money that this this Nick guy gives him, and then this guy, as you say, spends the next well, I mean, through 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 the today, right. right? Doing daily streams on this shit, where he's charging people money to ask him questions about the lawsuit that he uh, created. Uh, genius. Um, one thing about Todd, so he hires this guy Ty I was, Beard. I was about to say maybe we sh- this is the right <laughs> opportunity to talk about the lawyer. <laughs> he set he set him up with the fund and the suit and the lawyer. Maybe it's time we talk about the lawyer, Mister Ty yeah. Beard. <laughs> Confirmation of your worst fears Ever since his first years Had thirst for beers Back from the future It'll make you more sober And brought back a long list Of fakers who crossed over I'm like fucking bubble baller Catch him up at Bob's show Stall him with a trouble caller Bastard Who can make G's faster Than a newly remastered While being truly plastered so, first of all, his name's Ty Beard, and he has a beard. Ty is big Texas. I mean, if you know what I mean by that expression, you immediately know who Ty is. He's got like a... He's <laughs> just a big Texas dude. Um, so, Ty, Ty, but Ty is a law firm. Uh, what is it? Beard something or other. Uh, it's got a logo with like a chess piece, like a like a knight, I guess. Um, and, and it's got and it's got a it's got like a like a like a, you can't actually make it out in the logo, but it's got like a Latin under the chess piece, and I think the Latin doesn't even translate. It's like to know your enemy, know your enemy, or something. Well, so it says it says instead of know, it's it's got know your an enemy, but it's got know your twice to fill up the. Sp- Space on one side, <laughs> yeah. so it says, "Know your, know your enemy." Uh, <laughs> it just looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> but the thing about Ty Beard apparently is that Ty Beard has never tried a tort case. He's this guy a, is a is a wills and trust. Yeah, he's a trust guy. and estates lawyer. What? I read a lot of this stuff. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> stuff I've read, but I didn't actually know that. No, no, he had a, he had he had he had this firm. He had the chess piece. He had the weird double pig Latin or whatever. Um, and then under the under the sort of you know practice areas, if you go on his website, it was you know wills, trust, contract, blah blah. Then after this lawsuit, up at the top, he added defamation. Right. Right. Oh my God, <laughs> Before dude. this lawsuit, there was nothing about defamation or anything. For, the, else. for I mean, the audience, if you're not a lawyer, you might not know this, but there are 
ample available vicious viper talented right. soulless fucking tort plaintiff attorneys there is Who no there is no yeah. fucking reason on earth to ever go with some rookie who does other shit i mean these people are these people are just I can't even, you know, I don't want to cuss too much because I feel like every time I listen to one of these episodes, I'm really just like relying on the f bomb every 45 milliseconds. <laughs> Let us have it. I but need it. Th- these people are just it. the most poisonous fucking snakes in the world, and they are absolutely who you want on your side when you're ready to go to war. And the idea that you would, in that circumstance, choose. Uh, somebody who's never done it before it sounds insane to me. And, and one of the reasons why Nick here was groundbreaking was because, as Tarek said, like these guys will do it for free. They'll do it for a share of this of what you win, right? Yes. So, so if you win two million dollars, they'll take thirty three, forty percent of that and, and go home happy. Maybe they'll have some nominal fees uh, uh, in addition to that. But this guy is just, he's got his fucking hourly, right? Like, they're just paying him like he's a... Nobody knows. Nobody, like nobody, there, nobody there's knows. an assumption that the GoFundMe... But, like, Vic right. has denied all knowledge of where the GoFundMe goes. I mean, this this all made him look very terrible later. Well, but yeah. well no, no. Yeah. So, Nick Nick set up a, set up an IOL TA account to, to hook it up to Beard, Bullock, Harrison, Hughes. Oh, so, okay. so that's So, um, that's all going through there. They're they're billing against it as far I mean yeah. I can't imagine what else is happening but like when they bill against it they get it right so they got a guy who's never done defamation for, before charging them for the shit that they could get for free from an expert so where did they get this guy <laughs> well an expert might have looked at this case and given other advice right. we'll get to that but, later too but but, <laughs> but, the, the, but what's come to light is that that uh what nick uriketa knew this guy because he is the executor of nick's father's <laughs> estate i think it's i think it's grandfather but grandfather I, we might not have all the details but yeah so nick, no allegedly allegedly like well, we've seen we have seen documents suggesting that nick oh, is a trust funder we, we, are we tacking yeah. that onto the front yeah. now okay so, so we've seen documents and we know that peaches uh <laughs> look nick if you see this if you listen to this podcast we're sorry man please don't stick all your followers on us but we do have to talk about this so, so peaches is the executor of the state until she's either dead or, or incapacitated we're not sure whether or not she's either of those things but she must be at least 80 at this point so next in line is uh mr ty beard so he either currently is or soon will be the executor of this state and the guy who doles out money to nick ricada out and of this trust now this i'm not a wills fund. and trust guy but the language appeared to just put it at his discretion like disperse as needed yeah, uh, that's how i understood it <laughs> so, so this is so this is, so this is a guy who controls the purse strings on a trust fund uh that, that Nick may have access to o- only by the good graces of, of a guy named Ty Beard. So Nick <laughs> then sets up what may be double genius, right? Not only did he create a career and a case out of this thing he then commentates on, it also 
Also, you will never strategize anything in your fucking life this good. It this also, is truly 12D chess. Yeah, yes. it also launders, in a sense, like, it creates a sort of quid pro quo where now, like, well, you're not going to control the payments on my trust. I, 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 I trust that we will be receiving disbursements <laughs> now that I've hooked you up with a new client and apparently a new practice of law. Right. And a, and a, and a, feed, and a, and a drip feed of two, a quarter of a million dollars. Yes. Other now it's a money. circle of trust. Yes. It's a circle of trust. Yeah. And 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 just to, just to be clear, we don't. I don't think we know how much is in this trust, but it's presumably massive because it comes from oil money from a family. It's, te- it's Texas oil money. <laughs> yeah. Texas oil money and peaches has her name on like the side of a hospital wing that they <laughs> that they like totally funded. Like it ain't five bucks in there. No, it is serious serious money that's that's getting doled out here so yeah so that's how nick okay. and uh ty beard know each other it does kind of it does kind of like set me up like when i think about like nick not being a very impressive sort of lawyer on the at least if you check the public records or you look at like maybe where he went to law school or whatever i gotta admit i've never in my life done anything this fucking clever Yes. No, not no. even close. Not it's, even close. Not even close. It's really um, impressive. It's it's an amazing the, con. It's it's the, la- the, the 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 sort of onion, the layered onion of sort of ethical conundrums and you know conflicts of interest <laughs> that this guy has created uh, is something to behold. Um, yes. So, but but so okay. So he hires a guy that added defamation to his case after uh, defamation uh, expertise to his uh, law firm website after he was hired, <laughs> who also happened to be the guy that he only knew because he's the guy who signs his trust fund checks. Um, and then he whips up the absolute worst people on the Internet about what a war hammer, you know, uh, you know, space marine lawyer. <laughs> this fucking tiger guy. Right? They suck his dick so fucking hard for months. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The memes, man. <laughs> so the, the like again, the, the, just the, the 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 darkest and rattiest, and I can say this because these guys have doxed me already. Like Kiwi Farms, like you know, the rattiest rat holes of the internet have like latched onto this fucking thing. Like it is the next great salt mine in the war to destroy the SJWs, right? So they are churning out memes, you know. Here comes the beard, and you know, like. So I gather that we will while, be in touch. Yeah, yeah this is dispensing important. justice, and it's like what? him in one of those Warhammer suits with his hand on some kind of like fascism book or whatever. <laughs> like a like a judicial gavel as like in a warhammer. No, so 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 Ty they they hire Ty and our friend Ronald, the boyfriend of one of the people that was allegedly assaulted by Vic, is going off on one of his, you know, male feminist supporting <laughs> Ron women. Toy. Ron <laughs> Toy is, is being a male feminist and supporting women on Twitter by tweeting. <laughs> um and Ty drops some epic bacon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a motherfucker and responds to one of his tweets we'll be in touch we'll be in touch <laughs> and so this is how he announces that they're going to um uh, becoming uh, with will be in touch will be in touch then becomes the cornerstone of some of the fucking cringiest memes and like <laughs> 
I'm 50 years old. <laughs> these are memes made by Channer types. I'm telling you, these are fucking terrible. It's Salt Bay. You know, sprinkling will be in touch. You know, like, I mean, this yeah. shit is like, where, where are they getting this shit? Uh, in any event, they're churning out these memes left and right. They are going absolutely apeshit. Anyway, uh, then Ty issues a couple of C&Ds. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, these babies yes. are so hot. This is how you know you are in deep shit. When you get one of these from Mr. Ty motherfucking Beard, that's a wrap. Oh, man. First of all, they're riddled with errors, right? Such that, like, he's the copy and pasting the first parts. So when he sends one to, I think, Rial, he says, your Twitter account, Ronald Toy. You know, like, I mean, like, I don't want to get too deep into them, but. Um, I, I want to get at least somewhat deep into them. Okay, please. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think, you know, without getting into, like, the the substance of what makes a claim defamatory too much, like the legal elements. I mean, there are examples of what is defamation. Like his C and D is ridiculous. And I think the, the one that most comes to mind is, you know, he says on February 19th, you stated uh, she did nothing wrong. This, that fucking piece of shit did speaking to, <laughs> <laughs> about Vic and 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 Ty writes this statement is defamatory and false because Mr. Mignona is not a piece of shit. Open parentheses. <laughs> that is the other name for feces. That is impossible for him to be a quote unquote piece of shit. No oh. any crime as alleged. Period. End of, end of paragraph. <laughs> that is another name for feces. <laughs> and it is impossible for him to be feces, sir. So therefore, gotcha. yeah. you have defamed. Done. <laughs> this per is se, defamation, my was... friend. Per se. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they're, they're really, they're really embarrassing. Um, like, there were ones where I think uh, at one point uh, I think it was one of the women. It was uh, it was I think Margie. Or, it was Margie uh, was saying I want him to burn in hell, right? And right. the C and D says uh, I, 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 actually here I have it here. So 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 Margie tweets, "What would Jesus do? Light him on fire and send him to hell." <laughs> and his C, Ty C and D says. <laughs> This statement, besides being blasphemous, <laughs> the separate tort of blasphemy, right? <laughs> I'm quoting it. The statement, besides being blasphemous, is defamatory, and it too is false. Now, leaving aside that falseness isn't the element of defamation, uh, there is not a single place in the Bible where Jesus states that he would light someone on fire and send him to hell. Tell him, Todd. Get Jesus sp spread the message of love for everyone, not vindictiveness and defamation. <laughs> now, again, I, I will talk about this a little bit in a second, but the point of defamation is that you say something like, okay, you know, Tarek killed somebody behind an Arby's in 1997. It's a factual statement that is false. It tends to cause me harm, right? Um, She's saying, what would Jesus do? Light him on fire, send him to hell. This is clearly not even in the realm of what you would call defamation. It's just somebody right. being an asshole. 
<laughs> right. It's he's insult. calling her out in the CND for blasphemy, A, and B, saying there's nowhere in the Bible that says that Jesus <laughs> might actually light someone fire. So this is false. So you just defame Tom's too. <laughs> defamation squared. And like I mean, when you send a CND, like I, I don't even know what's going on with the CND to be honest, because they obviously were planning on filing a lawsuit anyway. But when you send a CND, you want it to be uh you want it to be curt, um, devastating, uh, an, a, a cutting, scary summary of the facts yeah. that's going on and let you know that we have legal rights that are being collected at the time. Uh, I'm sorry, that, that, that we intend to act on uh, if you don't change your tune, if you don't change your behavior. And it should be scary. And instead, it's just goofy and bumbling <laughs> to the point that, like, you get to the bottom of this thing and it's clear he means to, like, sign off. And then, like, the font changes weirdly in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the, in the middle of the, <laughs> In the middle of writing the uh, the firm name, and then it says sincerely, and where he signs his name, it says capital T. His name is Ty Beard. It says capital T semicolon E A R D. It's just a fucking disaster. Instead of writing his name, he wrote Tiard. Tiard. <laughs> so as, as as Andy points out, this has I mean, okay. This has a couple of effects. One one as Andy points out, uh, I don't think it scares anybody. No. <laughs> Number two, it seems to draw the attention of the biggest bunch of dipshits uh, on in lefty legal bar uh, on right. Twitter uh, imaginable. Oh my god! And the worst thing, the second worst thing about this, the worst thing is all of the people sucking ties dick. The, the the second worst thing is all the people that then make a cottage industry out of making fun of this guy. Oh my Set god, aside yeah. the allegations. If you're here from Kiwi Farms <laughs> and you're listening to this because he gets linked and you're like, uh, listen, these fucking SJWs going off, fine. But like, we're not uh, the law Twitter people and that that whole enterprise is so fucking cringy and <laughs> ridiculous. No, no. I, I, if you're if, if Kiwi Farms is listening, I'm gonna say this. I fully support you doxing uh, this Doucette guy. Uh, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Number two, because he calls his thread the thread knot. No, no, no. So, uh, look, by all means, swat the guy. But, like, uh, <laughs> that is not legal advice. That's 100%. That is a statement of opinion. But holy shit, these guys are the most... Like, Okay, look, these are fucking anime fans online they're on kiwi farms and they're watching you know sargon of a cod and videos on youtube <laughs> it's okay if they don't understand you know actual malice standards right. you know like d doing a bunch of fucking you know dances in the end zone on sort of the, some of the most desperate and sad people on the internet does not contrary to, to, to popular opinion, make you look all that cool. And, and so for our um, listeners who are as offline as I am, and I'm pretty online, but I still didn't know this, Kiwi Farms is like, there's like Reddit, right? Is like a forum that everybody kind of knows. and it's They're going to kill you for even starting there. <laughs> Just so you know. Yes, but the by all means, explain it, Michael. Because <laughs> I want them to go after you. <laughs> it's about time somebody else got it.
Show the ferret to the 